Hey up, me duckies. Well, hello and welcome. Oh, I sound a bit raspy. Um, well, I have been not here, have I? Yes, we have had a, probably about two months without any episodes, so I do apologise. Uh, my life has just been so busy, so crazy. I've not been in London, I've not had my equipment, I've been in accommodation, I've been to Morecambe, I've been to Grimsby, I've been to the South Coast, I've been... You name it, I've been there. All over England, I've done it. I've done it and I've got the fucking t-shirt. But yes, hello and welcome. And today's episode's going to be a little bit different because obviously we've had a bit of a time difference and not having any episodes. So this is going to be the May episode. I know I usually do one per week, but I'm going to cover the whole of May in this fabulous episode. And we're going to get some more episodes out today whilst I have the time to record. So you've got plenty to listen to as well. Right then, well, what have I been up to? So um, we're going to pretend it's May right now because I'm going to, that's me grabbing my notes, um, literally uh, go over what I've been doing. So over May, I was still teaching at the dog place, I was still teaching at WLPA and everywhere I teach, um, I was even teaching a wedding couple, shout out to them, um, for their first dance, they did a song, um, a song, they did a dance to um, Shivers by uh, Ed Sheeran and bless them, they did absolutely amazing to pick up that routine um, and I hope they had the best, 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 best wedding ever. So during this time, um, I basically auditioned for a show called Ship Ahoy, um, where it goes round, you know, like summer venues, care homes and community venues. And basically I got the job. So um, I have been doing that for the last couple of, God, I, th I think it's been two months now, hasn't it? Crikey, time flies when you're having fun and doing a job you love, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, I went straight into rehearsals in May, um, which were pretty full on to say that I haven't been doing rehearsals since obviously October, since my last performance. So yeah, it's been really good just get back in into the swing of things and, you know, doing what I want to do, like performing, preparing songs, going home and like knowing I've got all these songs to learn and just feeling like, yeah, I want to get them learned and coming home and doing that rather than coming home and thinking oh what do I do or or you know I I don't know I just enjoy challenge I enjoy my life being stressful god knows why because I have crippling anxiety but I love it for some reason so yeah I have been I was in rehearsals uh they were in West Wickham and not been to West Wickham before but yeah I could say it's pretty nice around there um and yeah that was pretty good so far and I met a lovely Oh, I've got a story for you. So um, the other entertainer, Jessie May, shout out to Jessie May, um, is brilliant, um, wonderful performer, lovely person. And it just so happened that we both lived in Ealing and we didn't even, so we didn't know each other at all. And then we came into rehearsals and it was, sorry, I'm just going my coffee. Um, and then it was like, oh, we both live in Ealing. So it turned out that we then just, you know, I was driving. So um, she came in the car with me and we had... Um, a lovely old time on the way to and back from rehearsals, to be honest, it was lovely. Um, but there was a day where I was a bit stressed. So, um, bless her, the next morning she was like, do you know what, babes, I'm going to get you a coffee. And I was like, do you know what, please do, I need one. And I just need someone to be nice to me right now. 
and she did in fact that. However, it didn't work how she planned it to work because she basically, I was picking her up um, near one of the parks and I pulled up to see her with two cups in her hands, half full, like iced coffees, no lids, no straws, nothing. And her face was like, fuck my life. And I was like, what the hell has happened? And um, she gets in the car, she's got coffee all over her, she stinks of it. Smelt good, to be fair, because obviously it was meant to be my coffee, so it smelt great. Um, and as she was walking through the park, a lovely dog came running up to her, and obviously she had these coffees in her hand, and was like, oh, cute, cute, lovely, and came and jumped at her, like jumping up at her. And then as this was happening, two cyclists are like, move out the way, come in towards her. So she has to like move out their way, and she ends up chucking both coffees in the air, all over herself and yeah it was quite it was quite the um morning for her she was like I just wanted to do something nice and now it's ruined and the funniest thing was she um there's a snapchat she was snapchatting her friends as she was doing it and you just see the coffees go from looking perfect and full to the camera going crazy and then you just see her and then there's coffee everywhere it's honestly hilarious but yeah that was um Still made me laugh, and the coffee still tasted great. So, yeah, good old black sheep. Thank you. Bad bitch. So I just want to say, where's summer gone? Um, I feel like we had two weeks of it, and uh, where's it gone? I bought a pool. Um, oh, let's go on to Cheapskate Hannah. So I bought the pool, and um, obviously because it was fucking hot, I wanted to do a barbecue because we have a lovely house and a garden now. So I bought a barbecue. Right, so this is Cheapskate Hannah. So, um, the barbecue is an electric barbecue, so I don't even have to deal with gas or the coal. It's brilliant. And it's like a health one as well. So, um, it's just easy to clean everything. Got it from Tower for 40 quid. Absolute bargain. Um, and they deliver it for you and everything. And it was that good. My dad has one as well because it was his birthday. So, happy birthday, Rob. Um, even though it was four days ago, and this is technically the May episode, um, happy birthday, Rob. Um, yeah, get the barbecue. It's bloody brilliant. And also, because we're on Cheapskate Hannah, um, I got an oil diffuser because some of the care homes that I'd been going into had this lovely smell, and I was like, why? Well, I really want that smell in my house. Where do I get this from? And um, not that I'm plugging Amazon, but, you know, they are, they're very useful. Um, and I got a oil diffuser off Amazon, changes colour and everything. My room smells like exotic right now. It's delightful. So would recommend, and that was about £14. Um, so good price as well. Yeah, cheapskate Hannah. But back to the weather. Where the bloody hell is the summer gone? Like, come on, I want to get my bikini on. I want to get in that pool again. Um, I just want summer. Like, I want to be in my shorts all the time, you know? Putting the sun cream on, putting the SPF on, because... Um, I'm reaching 27 soon, so um, SPF 50 every day, anti-aging, is happening. It is happening because I don't want to look like a bag of leather. No, I don't. I want to look in my prime when I'm 60 and chasing people on a mobility scooter, you know? That's, that's the goal. Bad bitch. Okay, so last time obviously I did the episodes and stuff, I was speaking a lot about my dad's situation. So you will be very happy to know now he is out of the hospital and he's very much my dad again. 
Um, yeah, so obviously he was in hospital for quite a long time. Um, he managed to finally take medication. And um, so, yeah, so people who think medication doesn't do anything, it really does. It really is a chemical imbalance. And, like, the per person my dad was not taking the medication was not my dad at all. And now he is, you know, doing really well. He's not working full time again. Um, he's working a couple of days. Um, and he's been doing the garden. He's been fixing up the house or the jobs he wanted to do. In fact, because my tour has been like up in the Midlands and I've been staying with my parents again, I come home and he's like, hey, come look at this, come look at this. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, look at my vegetables, look at them tomatoes growing. And even though I'm absolutely knackered and I'm like, for God's sake, there is a part of me that's absolutely jumping for joy at the fact that, you know, he's happy, he's... um. He's my dad again, he's a person, he's communicating, he's healthy um, and he's happy and clearly what he's doing right now is working for him. So yeah, definitely feeling a lot better myself now that he's better as well um, and it's just been nice because obviously I've been back in the Midlands quite a lot um, so I have been just around him and I think beforehand I was working so much so I never really went back up to Mansfield but now I've been up and down like a bloody yo-yo um, my poor car Cherry's done so many miles bless her she's honestly she's a babe she's she's like my best friend she does get me through a lot um, but yes I can confirm that my dad is doing a lot better um, but I do want to make sure that he stays better and you know he still gets the support because I feel like a lot of the time with mental health, they put you on drugs and then sometimes they'll just go see you. Um, when actually the best thing for everyone, and I mean everyone, people with or without mental health problems, is talking. It's fucking talking. Like, I've just spent a week like in accommodation and I was like, oh, I'm so in such a bad mood on this, this, that. I've been back in London because I was teaching and I feel so much better instantly because I've had my friends around me and I've spoken to them and I've said oh this is what's pissed me off and I've just let it out and now I don't I, I'm in the best mood I'm literally in such a good mood like because you're able to talk about it so yeah I do think talking is the biggest thing especially for my dad having you know just talk about those things that have gone on in your life that you may not have fully processed or talking about just things that pissed you off in your day and then you've let it out and you've dealt with it. That's why I call this podcast Fall Apart Process and Be a Bad Bitch because you need to let it out, process it, and then you feel better. That's the whole point. So therapy is the way. Um, talk about it. Do it in whatever way you need to do it. Write it down. Do whatever you need to do. Um, and yes, my dad is a lot better and I'm very happy about it. And talking of talking and therapy. Um, so, yes, last time I mentioned I was seeing someone. Still seeing that exact someone. I know, I know, me seeing someone and still seeing them. And literally sat here with a stupid grin on my face. Because, yeah, really enjoying seeing this person. Um, yeah, so... 
and hopefully going to see them again soon because obviously we live very far apart. Um, but obviously during my tour, I have been staying with him a couple of times because he lives in Birmingham. Um, he's a wonderful host. He always cooks me food. He always get, tries to get me breakfast and I'm like, I don't want to eat breakfast. But he always brings me a coffee and everything. So he's such a dream. Um, it's going really well. Um, last time I saw him, we had a bit of a conversation about where we're at. And yeah, just mentioned that we were like exclusively just seeing each other. And oh, I sat here with a stupid grin on my face, like absolutely buzzing about it. Um, but he's just wonderful. He really is. Um, his personality is just so infection and infection. <laughs> If you can tell, I'm so dyslexic again today. His personality is so infectious and his energy, his everything is just, yeah. I just really love where it's going, basically. And, yeah, very happy at the minute. Um, finally feel like my life's turned a bit of a corner. Dad's better. My love life's working out. Um, Career-wise, is sort of working out as well. So, yeah, tick, tick, tickety, tick, tick, tick. Just need to get back on these podcast episodes, don't I? Yeah, I bloody do. You may notice as well, I'm sounding a bit more Mansfield because I've been back up north, haven't I? Yes, I have. So yeah, the the um, southerners haven't softened my accent anymore because I've been back and I'm I'm like, hey up duckies everyone, it's back. It is fully back and I love it. Back to my Mansfield, not heritage, but grounds. My, no, what's the word? My Mansfield roots. There we go. Roots. So before I went off on tour, I did like a lot of theatre trips to get in my Londonness as much as I could, knowing that for a couple of months I wouldn't be around. So I went to see, I, th I don't know if I told you, I went to see Bake Off. I also went to see Bleak Expectations, which was interesting. And I also went to see my friend in Aspects of Love in her West End debut. Yes, Anna Unwin. Shout out to you in Aspects of Love because you fucking smashed it, mate. Like, we were sat on the second row like, hello. Um, so me, my mum and my friend Abby went to see Aspects of Love. And, oh, it was... The show was interesting. I've never... To be honest, I'm not a big fan of the show, personally. Like, the music and stuff, it's just not my vibe. But, like, my friend Anna was... I cannot tell you, she was incredible, she was fabulous, her acting, her singing, her everything, her wig, her wig cap were brilliant, like, and she's just on that main stage in fucking London West End, duetting with Michael Ball, and I'm just like, mate, like, you just, ah, you just live in the best life, and I'm so proud of you, and happy for you as well, and I'm sure you won't mind me saying as well, so, previous to this uh like valentine's day time um i we were planning to do a valentine's cabaret well i was planning it and anna was going to perform with me um but then um she had like a job come up and i was like do you know what it's fine um and we did end up cancelling the valentine's cabaret mainly because i just couldn't find people and i was like do you know what let's let's just hold off because i feel like People weren't really spending money, we were in a living crisis, so it was just best just to hold off and, you know, come back with a vengeance for our next event. Um, but yes, so we 
when me and Anna were like discussing what we were going to do for this cabaret, um, she was just, you know, being really open and honest with me how she'd found the industry quite hard. And, you know, as actors, it is hard. Like, you come out of drama school and you think, oh, you'll at least get something. But you, a lot of the time you don't. Um, and you do sort of have to start at the bottom, work the little jobs and just sort of make your connections, work your hardest and try and, you know, boost yourself and keep going. And Anna has been doing this industry for about three years and she's been, to be honest, she's been smashing it. She's been doing well. She's been, she's had a lot of work come in. Um, but when we were having this conversation, she was just like, I just don't know if I can do it anymore because... Let me tell you, if you haven't graduated drama school and you're not in this industry, it is fucking hard. Like, I will openly admit that. Like, you you think, oh, something will come. And you have that recall, you have that audition, you have that. And you're like, something will come. And sometimes it doesn't. And you're just like, what am I doing this all for? And we sort of had that conversation. And it was just crazy because, like, this was around the corner for her she didn't know it was coming but she stuck it out and she was having like a hard time like she was struggling and this industry is hard and she was just like oh I don't know if I can do it anymore and then boom one bam thank you ma'am she's got fucking West End West End debut with Michael Ball like mate honestly I can't be any more prouder than I am because I think you've just shown, like, you definitely, like, made me think, okay, these hard times are really worth it because those hard times are what make you carry on and it makes you stronger and you go, I can do this, I can do this. And then you just have to think there's something around the corner. That didn't work out, but something else will. And, yeah, that just proves it. And I think you're amazing for carrying on and well done to you. Smashing your West End debut and honestly so proud of you. And side note, so I am on a Facebook page called West End Theatre Selling, like merch selling. And the other day, so Anna's now obviously like besties with Michael Ball. And um, the other day, I just was scrolling through Facebook and someone was selling a pair of Michael Ball's pants. Yes, pants like boxers, right? I'm getting a photo up now. So... It's bought at a charity auction. Michael Ball's pants he wore in the original production of Aspects in Love, Aspects in Love, Aspects of Love in 1989. And they are little white Y fronts and they're signed. What does it say? Wear them with pride. Love, best wishes, Michael Ball. And they're worth. Someone's put them up. Oh, the someone's selling them in Worthing. So someone's put them up as the price for nine. I can't even do numbers, but it's a dollar sign, nine nine comma nine nine nine. What's that? So like ninety nine thousand. Like what the hell? So I sent it Anna and was like, please show this Michael Ball because I feel like he doesn't know that his pants are being sold. Like what? <laughs> Like, is this the new OnlyFans or something? Like, Michael Ball's pants for musical theatre geeks? Like, maybe maybe that is a new business. Musical theatre people's pants from shows. Right. Forget this podcast. Forget it all. Forget my acting career. I've found my new job. 
my new job is going to be taking West End people's pants and selling them. Because if I can get nine, if I can get that amount of money for one pair of pants, I'm sorted. I'm absolutely fucking sorted, aren't I? Right, new business adventure. Watch this space. Baby. So, I'm going to go not too serious, but I just want to talk about British culture. Right, so... Trust me, I'm the first that were like, let's go on a night out, let's have them tequila shots, let's, give me that gin. And if you don't know me, my, my drink of choice is gin, blackcurrant and water, because it's very hydrating, you don't get hangover, and um, it tastes great. But, like, I love a night out, tr- honestly, like, give me the shots, give me the everything, but not every week, man, not every week, like, fuck that. Um, and also... When we're, like, out and, like, having fun and stuff, what is with the British culture of if you're not drinking, you're not having fun? Like, yeah, it starts to go serious, like, but I'm a sort of person that, like, I love cherry coke. Like, it's my obsession. I love cherry coke. And, honestly, I can just have that and have just as much energy and have just as much fun. Um, But sometimes I'm just, like... Why is British culture, like, you have to, um, drink to have fun? Like, people, so if you're one of those people and you're listening to this, let people do what they want with their lives. Would you force them to have certain food? No. If you're, if something is going to someone's body, it's their choice and their choice only. So to go serious, but stop forcing people to put things in their body if they don't want to. Okay, back to something more fun now. So I heard this on another podcast and I've been asking it everyone at the minute because I'm sort of obsessed. And I've got another one that's an addition. So, would you rather, if you were given £10 million, but, and, and it's tax-free, complete cash, all yours to spend on whatever the fuck you want, but you will have a snail chasing you for the rest of your life, And that snail could kill you if it touches you. Would you take it? Now, the snail has a tracker on you, so it knows your location at all times. So would you be able to sleep? You know, knowing this snail could come and chase you. It's a very interesting question. So I don't think I could do it because I think the anxiety of knowing that a snail is chasing me to kill me, I don't think I could do it. I'd probably... My options were I would pay someone to probably track it so I knew where it was coming. Um, but also this did come up as a very good discussion in my household. And uh, we googled how fast snails can um, move. And I don't really know. They don't walk, do they? Snails don't walk. What do they do? What do, do they slide? What do, you, what do you call a snail movement? Is it I don't know. Let's just say move. Let's just say move. Um, <laughs> and um, apparently they can do four miles in a year. Four miles in a year. So I think you're pretty safe, actually. Um, but I honestly, I don't know if I could deal with the anxiety. Like, I like my sleep. I like to rest. And if someone's telling me that snail's going to kill me in two minutes if I don't move, I'm not moving. I am not moving. I'd be like, come on, take me. Um, but yeah. I'd love to know what you um, think about it and your thoughts, what you would do if a snail was trying to kill you, but you'd get $10 million.
dollars. Oh my god. 10 million pounds. There we go. Right, I've got another one for you. So, would you take 50 million pounds? Again, tax free, all yours. Um, no shitty council's going to take any of it, which is a delight when you're a working gal like me. Um, yeah, if you could have 50 million pounds, but every time you eat food, you shit yourself for two minutes. Like literally liquid gravy coming out of you. Would you do it? I would do it because my bowels are like that anyway. So, uh, <laughs> um, no difference there. Thanks, IBS. <laughs> um, but yeah, fifty million pounds. I'd do it. I'd do it because you could just you could just time it. And fifty million, yeah, nice, nice amount of money, really, isn't it? Good amount of money. Back to the snail, though. Um, we did discuss that that would be a great movie, you know. So, um, a movie about a snail that's trying to chase you and kill you, um, and the person's got to run from it. That would be such a good movie. And, um, credits to my housemate, Emma. She said it would be called Snail Trail. And I think that's a great movie. So, um, hit us up wherever you're at. Get, get it in. We've, we've got a new blockbuster coming and it's amazing. Talking of great movies, um, never seen it before. Just watched it on a whim because um, housemate recommended it. The Truman Show. What the fuck? Absolutely blew my mind. Never seen it. Not what I was expecting because obviously Jim Carrey's in it. I was expecting like full on comedy. But what the hell? Like a great movie. Honestly, a great movie. Really got me thinking. And I love movies that don't have a predictable ending. Don't have the, you know, you can't predict them. And I could not predict this for the shit of it. Like, oh, it took my head for a shit. Like, literally, I was just like, what is going on? And I just couldn't understand that this... If you haven't seen it, basically, it's about one person called Truman, which is Jim Carrey's character. And his whole life is a TV show, but everyone else knows except him. All the actors are there. And and it's like on a set and everything. It's mad. Um... But yeah, watch it. It's on Netflix. Honestly, blew my mind. Bad beach. Horoscope time. It's horoscope time. Sorry, vocally I'm not there. But here we are. Um, so, well actually I should probably do it for um, a long time ago, really. Let's just do yesterday's one and then the next one I'll do today's. Right, so... It says, the more you vacillate, the more valuable time and energy you waste. Take a decisive stance and be confident about your choice. Give it everything you've got. It doesn't work out. Try a different approach. Don't be paralysed by indecision. Things are moving too quickly. Take control of your life or someone else will. Well, deep. Mm, very deep indeed. Well, I have just made some quite big uh, career decisions and everything that I was doing beforehand, I am now not doing because, boy, I was stretched too thinly. I was working like five jobs and my head was just all over the place. Um, in um, southern terms, that's all over the place. Um, so, yes, I technically have made decisions because I've decided to stop the teaching and go more into the acting and really put time and energy into myself basically 
um, which is feeling good. Um, got a cheeky business meeting later today because um, she's a business queen. Um, so yeah, I am technically making decisions and doing that. So do you know what? Today's horoscope will take it. We shall take it. It's sort of true. Here we are. Falling apart, processing and being a bad bitch. Right. Here we are, towards the end of the podcast. As you know, we always discuss this. And how have I been falling apart recently? Well, let's just look back at May. So May, like I've just mentioned, I was working pretty much six to seven days a week. So I was barely getting a day off. I was working like five jobs. I was so like all over the place and stretched so far and just honestly felt constant anxiety all the time. Um, that I decided, like, whatever next comes, I'm just going to take it. So that's what I did, and that's why I'm on this little cheeky tour and loving my life and having entertaining people and, you know, singing, performing. It's, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, But that falling apart, obviously, I was just sort of doing what I could to pay the bills, and that was how my life sort of worked out. But... I sort of, yeah, was getting to the end of my tether with it and was like, I can't continue like this because I'm just working too much. Like, I'm not living my best life. I'm barely paying the bills. And then this new job came along and I was like, okay, let's take it. Took it and now I've processed everything and, yeah, everything sort of seems to be working out now because I'm earning more money. I'm getting two fucking days off. What's that? I get a Saturday and Sunday off. I ain't seen Saturday off since oh since i was probably born when i came out the fucking womb that's the last time i saw a saturday um lol jokes i but i did start working when i was 16 at new look <laughs> um but yes falling apart being too busy trying to pay the bills and then processing has been okay when when can i take time off what jobs need my attention how can i make this work for myself and not just be working just to live um what what's the saying live no work to live not live to work yeah that's what I've been doing I've been figuring it all out making it work this morning I've just been looking at my timetable and when I can have time off all of that and making sure I get a good holiday in because I deserve it I fucking deserve it process like there's no point living your best life working all the time and not going on holiday because you're like oh I can't quite afford it or I might go into my overdraft a bit no just live your best life that would be my um, decision because it could be gone tomorrow it could be gone next week so have things booked that you look forward to that makes every day worth it basically and being a bad bitch, yeah, booking them holidays, getting the things in that you enjoy doing. Do things for yourself and make yourself happy. Go to yourself, what What do I need to do right now that could improve my mood? Okay, oh, I'd love a KFC. That'll make, you know what, like, it's not going to kill you just having one KFC. Do you know what I mean? Um, book holidays, do things with your friends, do things that you love and spend your time wisely enjoying your life and that is the end of today's podcast yes um so it's been a bit of a ramble because i've tried to cover a lot of things but don't you worry i've got some really funny stories coming up 
um, on the next episode, which is from the tour, which you're really not going to believe some of the things that have happened. Um, but I'm very excited to share them all with you. So please um, like, subscribe and share. Give us a follow as well. Let us know what you enjoy and look out for the next episode because it's going to be a good one. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bad bitch, bad